Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. October marked the beginning of a new session of the U.S. Supreme Court, and the First Amendment is at issue in an important case about parody. Now, I would tell this story in parody to celebrate our rights, but the YouTube censors would likely flip if I suggested the Supreme Court just passed rules requiring liberals to wear dunce hats in the court, a story about torturing law clerks in the instance of a security breach, probably over the top. Now, parody, if you didn't know, is protected by the First Amendment. And by protected, that means that government officials shouldn't be able to arrest you and throw you in jail for telling a joke or arranging a parody. The first day of the session included filings in Novak versus City of Parma. Now, this is a First Amendment rights case dealing with the protections for humor and parody, especially in the realm of political speech. Novak is seeking review from the Supreme Court regarding the decision to dismiss his lawsuit against the city of Parma and its officials for maliciously prosecuting him for a Facebook page parroting the Parma Police Department's Facebook page. Now, in 2016, Anthony Novak created this fake 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 Facebook page, but then deleted the page 12 hours later. However, within that short window of time, a number of Facebook users had reported that fake page. Now, because of several phone calls to dispatch, the city of Parma sought and obtained a felony indictment. Weeks later, they sent out a team to arrest Novak while he was shopping. They charged him with felony disrupting public service. A jury trial ultimately acquitted him of all charges. Now, even though Novak won the trial, he claimed that it cost him greatly. Because of the physical and emotional cost as well, he sued all of the government officials involved. Now, that lawsuit was dismissed on the grounds that the government actors had immunity as to the results of their working for the government. Now, the Supreme Court is being asked to revise and reverse that decision. Now, even though we do not defend Novak's actions, how far will the United States government be able to go when it comes to jokes and parodies is critical. This is yet another slippery slope example. If there is more and more evidence of a deep and worrisome cancer that exists in our political systems. Examples from the Soviet Union should give us great pause. The Soviet Union actually had a department of jokes. Yes, the Ministry of Culture had a very large, quote, Department of Humor. Now, if you were a comedian, you would be required to submit your ideas for approval in advance. In an interview with the Chicago Tribune, Russian-born comedian Yakov Smirnov described the process of having your material approved. Smirnov said, once a year, they censor your material, and then you have to stay with what they have approved. You can't improvise or do anything like that. You write out your material and you mail it to them and they send it back to you with corrections. After that, you stay with it for a year. The Tribune asked, well, do they permit jokes that poke fun at America? Smirnoff replied, mild jokes. They don't want a controversial subject. They'd rather stay with something that is safe, that has been heard many times, but is still making people laugh. That's what's coming to America. And here's where the funny ends. The government officials that serve as the useful idiots for the international financial class are starting to feel the heat big time.
Conservative pundits like to make themselves feel better by calling liberals idiots, but scoreboard, that's not true. The enemy we face are evil geniuses. They are intensely worried about holding on to their position and will stop at no treachery to maintain their position. The idea of weaponizing law is not new, but it has no place in America. Yet here it is, it's on the loose, and it's a monster, and it's not just in Parma. During our struggle for independence, it was understood that we better hang together or we will surely hang separately. And that statement is equally true today. Our nation is at great peril. Action this day is needed. And the only way to really perform at the level needed to make a difference is to become a leader in the John Birch Society. Now, to be clear, our goal is not the aggrandizement of the JBS. Our goal is to lift your political profile in the community such that the agenda of liberty is advanced as a result. We do this by helping form disciplined teams that know how to organize events, fundraise, and recruit others to help. Join the resistance today at JBS.org. Don't just know your constitution, live it. Join with me every week as we give a fresh perspective on topics that matter to you and to your liberties. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information. And please share this with us.